0: Welcome to 94.7 The Pulse. The man, who's Australian uh, music royalty, but he's turned his hand now to barbecuing. He's got a TV show. He's a mega superstar now, media mega superstar. Host of Keeper of the Flame, Keepers of the Flame, the Ultimate Barbecue Adventure. Henry Waggons, welcome to 94.7 The Pulse.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. That's a um that's a pretty epic uh, introduction you've given me there, and totally undeserved. But I like it.
0: <laughs> You'll run with that one.
1: Yeah, happy to. Happy to.
0: Excellent, mate. Thanks very much. Now, this like, as Australians, we all love barbecuing, but you and you—you've taken it to a new, a new level, haven't you? Really?
1: Yeah. It's well, you know, I, I love a good uh, barbecue, but uh, just in in all my travels round the place. I've noticed that other countries have a tendency to to have one up on us, one up on us when it comes to the barbecue on some levels. You know, the good old Australian barbecue tends to be, you know, at the last minute one of those sort of uh, glad wrapped, you know, sort of cases from a. Uh,
0: supermarket with,
1: with a few bad uh, snags a couple of dry burgers and you know a couple of beers and you've got an amazing time mm. you know
0: what do you mean it's you different know, to that
1: well you know there's a lot more that can be said i think you know in terms of you know those uh, those guys on the streets of vietnam or you know crowded around a, a grill in argentina and then the show basically explores some of some of the lessons we can learn from other countries barbecues and try and apply them to our own um verandas you know so you know it was a, a really interesting exercise kind of thing um you know nothing against the uh the bunning sausage sizzle or the uh the humble pork chop but you know just uh the the show kind of explores a few other things you can chuck on the grill
0: now we must explain. It's going to be on Channel Ten. It's a three-part series running uh, in uh, the three weeks leading up to Australia Day this year.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's um, going to be sort of leading into the uh, Twenty Twenty cricket. It's a uh, it's going to be a, a macho food extravaganza before a um, you know macho sports extravaganza. It's going to be uh, great fun.
0: So a uh, bit of testosterone uh, banging around on the studios, in there is there?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Now, when you filmed it, where, it, was sh- it, said it was shot in Melbourne. Whereabouts in Melbourne did you uh, did you venture?
1: Well, it's it's, well, you know, Melbourne. It's it's uh, sort of a, a real uh, mixing, melting pot of all different cultures. You know, we we went down to um, you know we went to an amazing. Uh, one of the episodes concentrates on a Samoan barbecue and went out to a a sort of Samoan social group out in uh, Cranburn Way went to an amazing uh, Argentinian restaurant in the middle of the city we went uh, to sort of little Vietnam in in Footscray oh lovely no so, and each each time we um We went to, to these different places. It felt like we were in another country. It was you know pretty good that you could do that around the corner in our backyard in Melbourne. It was quite ridiculous. You know I didn't even need to pack the passport or uh, worry about you know checking in bags. It was good.
0: Just jump in the car head down there and uh, see what they're up to.
1: Exactly, and you know you, you get a good feed at the end of it, which you also don't get on an aer- on an aeroplane. Yeah. Oh, you're not wrong there. Yeah, exactly. What
0: uh, you you say you went to a Samoan barbecue? What do the Samoans love to cook?
1: Well, you know they kind. Of, it was it was sort of a a, a bit of a, a hungy type situation where you know they just basically got a whole bunch of um, um, friends and family around uh, you know, lit. A lot of um, wood, and then buried a whole lot of meat. Once the uh, the coals had sort of uh, simmered down a little bit, um, wrapped stuff up in these incredible um, little alfoil packages, and and buried you know these sumptuous pieces of food for a couple of hours, and then you know um, re dug them up hours later.
0: Did they put uh, know, spices and herbs and that in them or? Did-
1: there wasn't much. There was so most of their meat was pretty um, straight up. You know? mm-hmm. It was the actual cooking process and the, and sort of the the charcoal and the smoke that flavoured the meat um, itself. So you didn't really need to do much. But they had this uh, great little thing where they also buried in amongst uh, all the other treasures this sort of uh, coconut milk and um, taro root sort of thing, which was a bit of an unexpected surprise um yeah they uh that was uh, quite amazing you sort of unwrap a coconut leaf and you have this little parcel of um coconut milk grab a bit of taro root and, and dip it in and yeah it was a bit of a uh, Samoan delight
0: um, oh I you know, to be
1: had with a, a whole uh, truckload of of uh, fish meat um you know and you know sit down on a, on a picnic blanket listen to a lot of amazing singing a bit of drumming and and fill your guts. It was my kind of art.
0: <laughs> Sounds but perfect I to me.
1: Had a bit of there was a there was a bit of a welcoming ceremony with um, where I was sort of anointed with um, gallons of kava, oh. the um, you know traditional tongue tongue numbing. Um, uh, well, I guess they they didn't call it alcohol, but it did something to me. That's for sure. I was uh, struggling to do my intros on that day. My, I think, uh, yeah, it's probably because my tongue wasn't wasn't functional.
0: Yes, I've tried the carver in Fiji, and uh, it does a bit. Does, it is tongue numbing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pretty high sensational uh, uh, drink. It tastes a bit like a puddle, but you know, at least it it's uh, it it gives you a little bit of a thrill. Yes
0: now it's a three-part series is there going to be uh another another series have they uh, booked you for another one yet
1: well um i think we're going to see how things go but what i know is um you know there are many other nationalities of barbecues to explore and uh you know i've got a lot more to say on the topic and a lot more to eat more importantly excellent you know i'm i'm hoping to do more you know it was an incredibly fun thing to do i love you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a musician most of the time, but, you know, uh, it's uh, it's great to be able to talk about food and eat it. Mm. Uh, you know, it all, as soon as the cameras are pointed my way, I get fairly excited, so it was very easy and fun thing for me to do, so I'd love to do some more. Um, so, you know, in between uh, touring and so on, it was a, a great little opportunity to take up
0: do you think there'll be a time when uh, you're barbecuing on stage, uh, playing guitar and singing and sort of just having the barbecue and explaining uh, in between songs about what you're doing with the barbecue?
1: That would be quite a multimedia extravaganza for people, wouldn't it?
0: That'd be a, it'd be a taste taste and uh, visual sensation.
1: Throwing out hot steaks into the crowd. <laughs> yes. You know, forget about, um, you know, bowls of water or beer, you yeah. know, just few pork chops it would make it for a, a dangerous tour truck as well
0: uh, very very much so
1: piles of uh, piles of charcoal in the back
0: <laughs> now out of this do, is there going to be a recipe book do you think with all of what you've found out from uh, the different places you went
1: that's a good question i think uh, i uh, i've definitely got some uh, some um ideas bubbling away in in the mind but i don't think at this point there's going to be i think all the recipes will be available but um i do have some ideas in terms of uh of uh kind of incorporating music and food. You know, good old, uh, not only the Australian barbecue, but the good old dinner and show needs a bit of a revolution as well. Maybe we can, uh, you know, incorporate some kind of recipe book into that whole equation. You know, stay tuned. I've got some ideas.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic. Now, you you said you uh, love cooking barbecues and that sort of thing. What's your uh, biggest uh, mistake that people make when they're barbecuing, do you
1: think? Oh, I think it's sort of serving up hockey pucks or pieces of leather, I think people tend to underestimate the power of their barbecue and they can uh, overcook meat. I feel like, uh, you know, in particular, on the Australian barbecue, we tend to uh, get a little distracted by a few tinnies and, you know, good conversation, a bit of totem tennis and, and tend to leave the meat cooking uh, for a little too long.
0: Mm. yes. I've, I've been to barbecues like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I think uh, you know, just uh, be aware of the uh, the force of the flame, and and uh, make sure you don't cook your steaks and your burgers for too long, in particular. And also be open to um, using other kinds of um, uh, kind of other kinds of techniques that can slow cook your meats and that kind of thing, when you can actually have time to to think a few and. Uh, Put on uh, a bit of back, backyard cricket and not have to worry about overcooking the meat. And instead, you get a good shank or a good bit of pull, pulled pork at the end of it. You can leave it on there for hours with a bit of patience.
0: I'm uh, getting quite hungry now.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Lunch is around the corner.
0: Oh, God, I hope so. Now, uh, when you're barbecuing, Henry, uh, mm. apron or no apron? What's the, what's the standard in the wagons household?
1: I go commando, oh. you know, you've got to fully commit, not as in, in terms of apron and underwear.
0: Yes, absolutely, <laughs> that's a, mate, that's a, that could be dangerous. You're probably too much information to, oh, isn't it? Well look, there's probably people falling off their chairs at the moment, thinking of uh, you going commando at a barbecue. Yeah,
1: it's terrifying, it is truly terrifying.
0: As you say, you've travelled a lot overseas and that, what's, what's some of the more exotic things that you've tried to eat, or have eaten?
1: Well, one of my, I guess, two of the most barbecue, you know, one of the barbecue, the world's barbecue centrals is the United States. Without a doubt, you know, in particular down south, um, Texas barbecue, New Orleans. I'm about to take a trip to Kansas City, which is, in fact, another barbecue capital of the world. You know, they have incredible spiced, sweet slow cooked meat um, which has been absolutely incredible um, and also another incredibly memorable show for me was playing a festival in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and and uh, sort of eating on the roadsides all the travel books tell you not to eat any of the street food but I'm afraid I was too hungry and yes. no always pulled over to some very um, occupation or <laughs> sort of occupational health and safety ignoring um, you know, strange guys hunched over grills with uh, sort of, you know, indiscriminate meats.
0: Yes, indiscriminate's so, a good way.
1: Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. But, you know, in between those two destinations, you always have, um, you know, these um, nameless piles of flesh. And I'd hate to think of what they actually are, but they taste fine.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah I've done that a few times in Thailand, just to eat off the street vendors, and uh, so far it's been good.
1: Yeah, I know. You've got to give it a go when you're there. Absolutely. Take off the apron, take off the underwear and hoe ho down.
0: Uh, sounds good to me. Now, in the show, uh, I just saw the, uh, the promo uh, yesterday. There's a, a beautiful, uh, is it a 65 Lincoln that you uh, yeah. drive around? Is that uh, the wagon's choice of vehicle?
1: I wish it was. For some reason, they, um, they didn't want to use... I said, look, my Nissan Murano is available. If you want me to drive around in my, uh, you know, family vehicle, Mm -hmm. uh, you're welcome to. But they're like, no, this this does not cut the mustard. Um, It was a friend of the director's beautiful 65 Lincoln, uh, and it was quite amazing to drive. I've driven um, in the States before, but I've never driven an American left-hand drive car on the right-hand side of it. On the right hand side of the road it was quite an experience um, but it was great fun cruising along it was like being in a cruise ship on the on um, you know the streets of Caulfield.
0: Oh, that would have gone well down in Caulfield too.
1: <laughs> it was quite it was quite a, it was quite an experience it was good.
0: Mate it starts uh, in the three weeks leading up to Australia Day this year which is uh, I still believe the 26th of January. So it will yep. be kicking off uh, this week or next week, I presume, on Channel Ten.
1: Next week, next Sunday, I think it's is the uh, is the first episode on Channel Ten
0: at 4:30. Oh, at 4:30, excellent.
1: Yep. Oh, the um, you know, gather the family around the wireless and tune in. Well, the visual wireless. The
0: visual wireless these days. Yeah. The,
1: Hell, let's call the television.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the 80-inch uh, flat-screen TV.
1: Exactly. Exactly, and, and and strap on a napkin because yes. your mouth will be watering. I can guarantee.
0: Well, there may be people going commando, sitting in the lounge room, just watching you uh, joining in.
1: Feel free. I can't see you, so do what you need to. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, touring. Are you? Have you got? Uh, you said you're going to Kansas. Uh, any other tours you've got coming up?
1: Yeah, we've got a couple of trips to the states, and a new album coming up next year. Um, or actually, should I say this year? This year now. Later this year. I um, haven't got used to that yet. But uh, yeah, not uh, a lot of that's uh, been announced. We've um, yeah a lot. Please stay tuned, and uh, a lot more info in terms of the tours and all that sort of stuff in the in the months to come. But yeah, it's going to be a very exciting year.
0: Uh, it's going to be fantastic, and I'm sure this show, Keepers of the Flame on Channel Ten, will be an absolute sensation. All your uh, music fans out there will be tuning in at 4:30 on Channel Ten just to see uh, see what you're up to in the in the cooking. And now. Hopefully there was an apron or two on the show. They didn't let you commando on the show, Henry.
1: <laughs> there is. A, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going what? They let me a bit straight at the cold face on the show as well. There's not even an apron on the show. We're just straight at it.
0: Oh, you're a, you're a brave man.
1: Yeah, totally. Thank you. Henry, right. th-
0: thank you very much for being uh, on 94.7 The Pulse today. Good luck with, with the show and, and for the music for your music for the rest of the year, mate.
1: Cheers, thanks very much. Thanks for having a
0: chat. Cheers, Henry. All the best, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.